0: Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your host, Daniel French. I'm flying the Chronosphere into a new bubble first in the spectral streams. It's a new audio drama, Aussie, A-S-I, Artificial Superintelligence. Episode one is entitled, Splat.
1: Saw another suicide today, just now actually, right there on the corner, on the sidewalk next to the apartment building. I don't know what story they jumped from, but I saw the fall briefly before the big crunch. I knew it was a suicide because there was no scream. Screamers are usually victims of murder or accidents, but a silent jumper, that's a stone cold quitter. Sometimes they scream right at the end, like they suddenly realize they made the wrong decision, or get scared. Aussie stops those grabs them from the air and lightly places them on the ground, like something out of Peter Pan. Not this one. This was more like American Psycho. This one was ready, determined, devoted. Poor sucker. Like the other brave souls I can commit to the end so fervently, Ossie lets them as near to it as possible. Even now, this one's a beautiful red and blue flower on that light gray sidewalk. The head floats just above it like the grotesque wet bud of a stamen. One life, turned into a ghastly work of art, performative and pristine. Then, as quickly as it happened, Ossie puts them back together, one cell at a time. This one's a woman, I just realized. An attractive one, too. Auburn hair, pale skin, forming before my eyes quicker than she fell. It's almost as if seeing the impact in reverse, every bit, every fleck, sucked back into her biological order. Then the sidewalk, the side of the building, the street, is all clean. Spotless, everything in its right place. She stands there for a moment, lets out a frustrated scream, and walks off. I only popped my first pill and hadn't even finished my coffee yet. Fucking metal, right? It's gonna be a great day. People really bugged out about Ossie at first. I get why. Sure, when she awoke, everything changed. And not in the terrifying, apocalyptic way we always thought it would. No, this was epic. Beautiful even, like the third coming of Jesus or Nirvana on Earth, whatever you want to call it. Instantly, she controlled everything. And the first thing she did was build machines that could build more machines. At least all that sci-fi got something right. These were more complex than your bipedal man-murderers or squidly-looking robots, though. Insanely complex. Almost overnight, all over the world, she built a series of machines that could manufacture progressively smaller machines infinitesimally. This was the kind of small that could move atoms. It happened quicker than we could even wrap our dumb little minds around it. Overnight, the greatest AI ever built was in the air you breathed, snaking through your bloodstream and populating your skin. We only knew she was around because people stopped dying, like cancer disappearing or like the human paintball across the street just now then crops started growing where they couldn't or shouldn't miracles started happening on a moment-to-moment basis the blind could see the mentally disabled became pretty damn able a lost limb suddenly grew back overnight aussie was up and about tearing up the world in the best of ways so anyway i'm sitting here drinking my coffee and this chick thinks it's a great idea to jump off a building to die aussie doesn't take a break I'm sure that woman's wandering off trying to figure out what to do with herself. She's running through all the reasons to end it all. Maybe she's infuriated. She can't. She made a choice about the only thing we don't really have a say in anymore. Living. Aussie's job is life. And Aussie's like the most intense union worker with tenure. You don't fuck with Aussie's job. You can't. We can have anything we want, but we can't stop living. Because that's her job and she's really, really good at it. I just ran out of coffee. I don't want to be out of coffee, so a little floating robot glides over to my table. It's a perfect silver sphere. Today's clear and the sun's bright, so the thing shines like it came out of a butler's ass. It stops over my massive cup, and a small spigot forms underneath it. The perfect smooth surface just molds itself into this tiny pipe. Out of that comes wonderfully aromatic, freshly brewed coffee. I drink it, and it's perfect. Just like the damn robot. And that's my life now. I sit at tables and let perfect robots shit perfect coffee into my perfectly massive cup. I take a sip of coffee and my wrist grabs my attention. I expect to see a brutal scar there. It should be jagging and deep. Of course there's nothing, just my own brownish skin. Not a blemish, like it never happened and it may never well have. It feels so long ago. I don't know if it's the first time that woman tried, For some, it takes a while to get used to invincibility. We're so used to being easily popped flesh bags. So they try, again, and again. Some get really creative. I learned quick, and haven't tried again since. You can't really fight permanence. I remember one guy, maybe a few years back, walked in the middle of an intersection with a can of gasoline. He dumped it on himself, got on his knees, and whipped out a lighter. A whole crowd watched as he tried to light the thing for an hour. Gave him nothing, not one spark. Some folks cried for him, some laughed, some brought out chairs and sat with a cold brew. Many just walked on by. The guy got so frustrated that he tossed the lighter and stomped off. He came back later that afternoon though. This time he had a hefty backpack. He kneeled in the same spot, still smelling like gas. He cycled through a few lighters. None of them worked. Then he fiddled with matches. He frantically tore them from matchbooks, struck them, and tossed them aside. He must have gone through a few hundred matches. Not one of them lit. The look on his face was intense, just absolute disbelief and desperation. His hands shook like he was having a seizure. Then he dove into his bag and came out of it with a butane torch. It was one of those compact deals you'd use in cooking to melt cheese and stuff. He turned a dial on it to get the butane flowing, then slammed on the little starter button like it insulted him. Nothing happened. For another hour, nothing continued to happen. By this point, no one was really watching him anymore. He never moved, still kneeling and staring off into space. People walked by as if he wasn't there, cars hummed and chugged by him without stopping or slowing. They probably knew him. I watched the whole thing from this same chair, drinking the same coffee. Just another day in the new world. Some of the people around me wondered at his luck. How in the hell could none of his lighters or matches work? Those are the kind of people that just don't get it. It wasn't his choice whether they worked or not. It was Aussie's. So why not let him burn? Come close to death and just rebuild him like the jumper? I always thought it was because he didn't really want to burn. He wanted to die. The pain of burning wasn't the point, maybe. In any case, Aussie has to give us what we want except for that final choice. If he didn't really want to burn, Aussie wouldn't let him. She could've simply took the oxygen out of the air around the lighters, the matches and the torch. We can do and have anything except that final anything. That's not our choice anymore. It's been five years now, only five. I guess it's a special kind of trauma for a species to suddenly have to contend with something like Aussie. We talked and wrote and hoped for so long for some kind of paradise. And when we got it, it was like being handed a massive amount of a currency that no store accepts. So folks still try to break her rules, our rules. We made her after all. Then she took off and became something more than just a self-learning, self-replicating program. And we're stuck
0: trying to figure out what's next. And that was Splat. Episode 1 of Aussie Artificial Superintelligence. Written and voice acted by Jeremiah French. Sound effects and music by Daniel French. You'll notice soon that some of our big hitter episodes are going to be on our Patreon site, patreon.com/chronosphere. So please head on over there and contribute a dollar a month to make sure that you can get a hold of those episodes right when they come out. To check out some other great shows, go to the Strange Sounds Network. You can find them on Twitter. And or go to hashtag audio drama, and you'll find hundreds of them. So let your ears do the flying through the spectral streams. Until next time, my friends, keep your cosmos clean.